Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Hey, and good morning, faithful listeners, and thanks for tuning in to one of the last episodes of season four. We're going to be moving into season five, actually next Friday. So, well, no, I'm sorry. The Monday after next Friday, (laughs) next Friday, we'll still be in season four. That'll be the last episode. And yeah, wow, crazy, right? We're going to be finishing numbers, like the entire thing. So everybody who's been paying attention thus far through numbers, you're almost done with the whole book. So that's super cool. But yeah, lots of exciting things to look forward to in the podcast. But also, I just have to uh, sponsor myself. I have to say that the Adore Advent Devotional for Teen Girls is available. It is ready. It is there for you guys to purchase. And I'm so excited because this is the first time I've ever actually done something on time. (laughs) Like it's not even Halloween yet and I already have the Advent devotional up. I am patting myself on the back for that, for being on time for once in my entire life. So if you guys want to purchase the Adore Advent devotional for teen girls, if you have a teenage girl or if you know one, then the Adore Advent devotional for teen girls is going to be a great choice for your daughter for Advent. And it's something that the whole family can do, I should mention. Even though it's specifically designed for teen girls, it doesn't necessarily have to be done by a teenage girl. But anyway, you'll only have to see it for yourself. So go ahead and purchase that. And of course, your purchase will help the Bible Explained podcast to continue to run. So I'm going to drop a link to that new devotional in the bio of this podcast episode so you can navigate over to Amazon and check it out and get one for yourself. But of course, if you are interested in contacting me or anything like that, then please uh, do so. I have my email address also in the bio of this podcast episode so that you guys can feel like you're more in contact with me. So if you have any questions or anything, feel free to shoot me an email and I will get back to you as soon as I can. But okay, let's read Numbers 34, 1 through 29, the entire thing. And of course, grab your cup of coffee. It's a sleepy day today here where I'm at. It's uh, cold and rainy and windy and cloudy. So, um, Yeah, (laughs) it's just a sleepy day today. But let's wake up with the Bible. Let's read Numbers 34, 1 through 29. I'll be reading the whole thing out of the W.E.B. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, Command the children of Israel and tell them, When you come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan according to its borders. Then your south quarter shall be from the wilderness of Zin along by the side of Edom, and your south border shall be from the end of the salt sea eastward. Your border shall turn about southward of the ascent of Akribim and pass along to Zin, and it shall pass southward of Kadesh to Bernia, and it shall go from there to Hazar Adar and pass along to Asmon. The border shall turn about from Asmon to the brook of Egypt, and it shall end at the sea. For the western border, you shall have the great sea in its border. This shall be your west border. This shall be your north border. From the great sea, you shall mark out for yourselves Mount Hor. From Mount Hor, you shall mark out to the entrance of Hamath, and from the border shall pass by Zadad. Then the border shall go to Zephron, and it shall end at Hazar Anan. This shall be your north border. You shall mark out your east border from Hazar Anan to Shephem. The border shall go down from Shephem to Riblah, and on the east side of Ain. The border shall go down and shall reach the side of the sea of Chinnereth eastward. The border shall go down to the Jordan, and at the end of the salt sea. This shall be your land according to its borders around it. 
Moses commanded the children of Israel, saying, This is the land which you shall inherit by lot, which Yahweh has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. For the tribe of the children of Reuben according to their father's houses, the tribe of the children of Gad according to their father's houses, and the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan at Jericho eastward towards the sunrise. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, These are the names of the men who shall divide the land to you for an inheritance. Eleazar the priest, and Joshua the son of Nun. You shall take one prince of every tribe to divide the land for inheritance. These are the names of the men. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephunneh. Of the tribe of the children of Simeon, Shemuel the son of Amihud. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad the son of Chislon. Of the tribe of the children of Dan, a prince, Buki the son of Jogli. Of the children of Joseph. Of the tribe of the children of Manasseh, a prince, Heniel the son of Ephod. Of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, a prince, Kemuel, the son of Shiftun. Of the tribe of the children of Zebulun, a prince, Elizaphon, the son of Pernak. Of the tribe of the children of Issachar, a prince, Paltiel, the son of Azan. Of the tribe of the children of Asher, a prince, Ahihud, the son of Shalomi. Of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, a prince, Padahel, the son of Amihud. These are they whom Yahweh commanded to divide the inheritance to the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. That might be the most I've ever read on this podcast before. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever read that much, but normally I only I, I break it down into smaller sections. But because this all is talking about the exact same thing, I didn't really want to break this up. And it's kind of important to know the boundaries of Israel as we move forward into Israeli history, which is why I wanted to read the whole thing to you guys today. So basically, God here is establishing the boundaries of Israel. And I had to look up a map of Numbers chapter 34, and those are available. You can check those out on Google if you're curious about uh, God mapping out the boundaries of Israel. And it's very funny because it's not very different from what it is today. In fact, it's almost exactly the same. All these uh, centuries ago, when God first established Israel, uh, it's almost very similar to the boundaries that Israel has today, which I found fascinating. I'd say that's pretty rare for most countries to maintain the sim the same-ish boundaries um, over the years. Now, of course, it has happened. Some of the older countries like Egypt and Ethiopia uh, have not changed their borders very much from my understanding. I might be wrong about that, but from my understanding, those two countries and probably a handful of other ones have maintained um a similar country border, some of the older countries that we know of. But yeah, I mean, Israel, what God is mapping out here is pretty similar to what we know of as Israel nowadays with some differences. Now, of course, looking at this in Numbers 34, we can't 100% know the exact places that um, God bordered. We know a good deal of them. But for example, like some of these names don't exist anymore and died off like some of these uh, areas died off a long time ago. So we don't know specifically where that border would be. I think what they were saying was that the north border of Israel is kind of where things get a little questionable as to where the where God defined the borders there, because there's a couple places that don't exist anymore with the northern border. So they're still not 100 percent sure as to where the northern border of Israel would have been in Numbers 34. But um, for the most part, they have a pretty good understanding of it. And yeah, I recommend looking at a map of it, like just type into Google Numbers 34 map and it'll pop up and you can see um, 
a pretty decent map. And it also shows like where each tribe settled within the boundaries, which was pretty nice to see also. But we'll talk about that more later anyway. <laughs> now, the only tribes that were kind of not included in all of this like border mapping was the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and half of the tribe of Manasseh. They already got their inheritance. We talked about that, I think, uh, only a couple days ago, how those tribes did not actually want to cross over into the Promised Land. They were content to stay outside of the Promised Land, east of the Jordan River. They were happy to um, stay in the wilderness, in a way, because they liked the land that was there and they thought it suited their needs. So they didn't actually get any of the inheritance that God is mapping out here in the promised land. So those two and a half tribes are not included in all of this, basically. And that's laid out here in verses 13 through 15. It says here in verse 15, the two tribes and the half tribe have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan at Jericho eastward towards the sunrise. So, yeah. So, yeah, they're not included in any of this mapping. But you guys might be wondering, like, what's the point of all of this? Like, why do we need to know any of this? Like, what's what's the point? Well, first and foremost, it gives us some history to go off of. Like, this isn't just some fairy tale. There's actual places and land and country area, like, mapped out. This is history. And so it's good that this stuff is in the Bible for our reference, but also for us to see, like, oh, this is real. This happened. These countries were real. And God placed Israel in this area, a country which still exists to this day. So, I mean... That's one of the reasons why it's here. But the other reason I think that God mapped out the um, land was because God placed a boundary around Israel. So Israel was meant to stay within that boundary. They were meant to stay there. And that was their area. They were not meant to go out and be like conquering warriors that took over the entire world. I think a lot of people in the ancient time times would probably believe that their gods would want them to go out and conquer new lands. And we see that there's so much fighting. There still is so much fighting. <laughs> but back in the old days, there was a lot of fighting as to who would get what piece of land. And yes, that still exists to this day, actually. But the point, though, is that Israel was supposed to maintain their country within these borders that God placed there. And doesn't it say somewhere that this is going to be established forever? Maybe it doesn't say that right here. Hang on a second. No, it does not specifically say that these are the borders forever. But in verse 12, it basically says, this shall be your land according to its borders around it. So in a way, God is literally just defining boundaries of this land and basically telling his people like you should be satisfied with the land that I'm going to give you. You shouldn't be going out and trying to get more. This is yours. This is the promised land. This is your inheritance for being my children, basically. So God is giving this land to his people, pushing the Canaanites out and establishing that this land was going to be his people's forever, basically. And really, I think all of this is just a great lesson in contentment, like just being happy with what God has given us because he has given us a lot of blessings, especially if we live here in America where we have so many freedoms, like we, we are free to do a lot of things. We are free to worship. We are free to have jobs. We are free to 
create our own businesses. Like we have a lot of freedoms here in America and God gave those to us. Like if we are born American people, we have been blessed with those freedoms that many countries have not been given. But there is such a dissatisfaction here in America, just overall with what we've been given. We're very, very dissatisfied with America, <laughs> but yet we are so, so blessed here in America. And we forget that because we see something bad that's happening with our government or with whatever. And we're just like, oh, you know, living in America sucks. We need to live somewhere else, somewhere better, somewhere, you know, this or that. But yeah, God placed us here in America. We were born here. And unless God specifically calls us to a different area, we should be happy uh, living here in America because that's what God has given us. I'm actually reading a book right now called Satisfied, and I definitely recommend it. It's a really good book. I'm going through it with my college and career group right now. And one of the concepts that the author talks about is that we need to be satisfied with the ice cream that we have been given. <laughs> so in other words, all of us have a bowl and we all were given some sort of ice cream in some quantity from God. But if we're too focused on what everybody else's bowl has inside of it, like if we're like, oh, that person has, you know, chocolate chip ice cream and I have mint chocolate chip. I'd rather have this guy's ice cream over here. We're never going to be satisfied. Or if we're looking at some other person's bowl and we're just like, they have so much ice cream. You know, why don't I have all that ice cream? Like I only have one scoop and they have three scoops. But the point is, we're supposed to be looking inside of our own bowl and not focusing on the bowls of everybody else. Because when we focus on our own bowl, we are going to be satisfied and thankful for what we have been given in that bowl. <laughs> I don't know if that makes uh, sense the way I'm describing it. But in the book, I thought it was really great. And if you would rather just read what the guy has to say instead of hearing my explanation of it, that might be better. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make, though, is that we should be looking at the blessings we've been given rather than focusing on any other thing that we think is going to make us happy that we don't currently have. And one of the ways God is teaching this to his children of Israel is by establishing boundaries around the country of Israel, saying, look, you need to be satisfied with this land that I am going to give you. And unfortunately, later on, as we continue to read um, through the Bible and we see the Israelites the generations after this, we're going to see how unsatisfied they actually become. They become unsatisfied with God, with themselves, with each other, with the wives they've been given, with so many things, with the laws. And they start trying to ask for more, for more, for more. They start wanting kings. They start wanting to become like the other nations and fit in with the world rather than being satisfied with what God has given them, which was so much, by the way. These were a people of slavery, and yet God rescued them miraculously and gave them a beautiful area of land, this beautiful promised land that was theirs. It was their inheritance just for the sole reason that God decided to make them his children. And that was the only reason. And so God gives them this beautiful gift so yes, I mean, we should be thankful for the things that we've been given because yes, God gives us so, so much. But really, this is just a lesson in contentment, I think, besides just showing us the history of Israel and its boundaries. 
Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, share it on your social media platforms or rate it and review it on whatever platform you are listening on. That will help the podcast get found by more people. If you just hit those little stars and write a quick review about the podcast, that helps podcasts uh, immensely. So yes, please do that if you haven't yet. And I would greatly appreciate that. But also just check out that Adore devotional that is now available. And I'm going to link that in the bio of this podcast episode so you can navigate over there. Friends and faithful listeners, just have a lovely rest of your day. I hope you are blessed and that you have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Happy listening and God bless. Oh,